Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business. My mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing is either hurting or helping your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode, I'm calling out to all of you coaches out there. That's right. We're taking a look at five pricing tips for coaches to help you build a stronger business. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people making recommendations to coaches on what to do with their pricing out there, and most of them have zero pricing experience. And that's where I come in. We're going to take my expertise, know-how, and what I've learned from all the coaches I've worked with over the years, and I'm going to help you understand what you can do better in your business. One more thing before we get started. I know you guys have questions and insights when you listen to these episodes, and I would love to hear from you. I use the questions you send me and the insights you provide to help me build more episodes that bring you great content. So if you'd like to share with me once you're done listening, head on over to thepricinglady.com and click that little picture of me down in the right-hand corner. All right, now it's time to get started. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. I'm Janine, your hostess. In this episode, we're taking a look at five pricing tips to help coaches find the right prices. As a coach, you're given a lot of information about what to do and what not to do when it comes to your pricing. A lot of coaching programs give advice. And in my experience, not all of it is actually going to be the right thing for you. I wanted to give you a few tips from the lens of a pricing expert who's worked with a lot of coaches to help you find and get the right prices more effectively. So if you have access to pencil and paper, I suggest you write down P-I-V-O-N-T. We're going to use this acronym to go through these five tips. So the first one is P as in Peter. Here my advice or tip for you is to package up your offer as opposed to going with a time-based offer. Traditionally, coaches have priced by the session and or by the hour. And I would say that this is probably one of the least effective pricing strategies, especially for coaches, because it's basically communicating to the client that the amount of time they spend with you is directly proportional to the value they're going to get out of this. Quite frankly, that's rarely, if ever, the case. Just think about if you could do something that helps a customer or client change their life in five minutes, should they pay you for five minutes or should they pay you for the value of the change that you're helping them make? There's some challenges with time-based pricing, which is why I recommend package pricing. Let me talk about those for a moment and then we'll talk about the packages. So I always say time is just the wrapper your services are delivered in. You don't buy the milk for the milk carton or you don't buy the rice for the bag or the box that it comes in. You buy it for what's inside. And it's the same with your coaching. People aren't buying it for the time. They are buying it for what they get out of that time with you. 
one of the challenges with time-based pricing is that as you get more efficient and effective in how you work with clients and you develop your tools and your systems that you use with clients, you can work usually faster and get clients better, faster results. But if you're based your pricing on time, that means you would charge less in the future, not necessarily more because it would they wouldn't need as much time with you, which is another reason not really to base it on the time, but to base it on the value that they get from it. Now, what do I mean by packaging up your offers? So packaging up your offers means creating fixed packages. And this has some benefits for you and for the client. For one, for the client, it gives them something concrete to look at and say, okay, this is the journey I want to go on or not. And that's really important because sometimes clients can get confused when you give them too many options or when you give them open-ended options. It's like asking a young child, well, what would you like for lunch? And they're like, well, you know, I'd like a steak and French cut potatoes and da 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 Okay, child wouldn't ask for those things, but you know what I mean. Whereas if you told the child, would you like peanut butter and jelly for lunch or would you like a bowl of cereal? You could tell I don't have kids because I don't even know what to feed them for lunch. <laughs> if you give them these two options, it's easier for them to choose and to decide. And it's the same with your customers. If you give them a couple of packages to choose from, then they can more easily decide where to go. And if they want something else, then they can say, hey, this isn't what I'm looking for. Can we talk about something else? And then you can decide what to do. So packaging helps you to be more concrete with what you offer, but it also helps your customers make decisions more easily. Now for you, the advantage of packaging is that you work in a similar way, in a similar structure with customers. It doesn't mean that you work with all of them and do exactly the same thing. You're not taking the tailored part out of it, but what you're leaving for you is a structured way to work so that you don't have to rethink that every time you do it with a client. And that is really important because it helps you work more effectively and efficiently. So packages have a lot of benefits and it gives customers concrete choices and it gives you a very effective way to work with them. Let's move on to I. So we did P, now we go to I. I is for your ideal customer. Now, if you follow me, then you know I always say pricing is rooted in a deep understanding of the customer and it is absolutely true. Now, what I've heard and experienced with most coaches, heard from coaches and experienced with the ones I work directly, is that they, you know, often they will tell me, well, Janine, I can work with anyone and get results. And that's a lovely thing to do. Here's the challenge. As soon as you say, I work with anyone, you become a generalist. Generalists typically command lower than average prices in the market. So we want you to elevate yourself into expert mode. And that means you have to be more fine-tuned or sharper on who it is you are targeting. Now, let's say you're a coach for actors. Sure, you can coach anybody in the actor spectrum from wannabes to highly trained professionals. But the price point for that whole range is really wide, right? And so if you try to capture the whole range, you end up pricing below average to capture more people. But it's really hard because then the ones who are willing to pay more, they may not, they may think that the price is too low. 
packaging, I'm gonna go back to that for a minute, will help you create packages for those different ones. Or, and, or, you can say, I wanna work with the highly skilled professionals. And that means you're gonna create offers for that group specifically at price points for that group specifically. But let's say within that group, you have two different segments. You have highly trained professionals for the stage and highly trained professional actors for the screen. Now you could potentially have different prices for those as well. That's why it's so important to be clear about who you're targeting because your price will make more sense to them when you are more specific about who they are. So be really clear about who you're targeting. That will help you zero in on the price that's right for that group. Let's move on to the third tip, which is V, having to do with economic value. So now we're gonna get into value. Now, you have to, uh, okay, maybe I shouldn't say have. And the only reason I wouldn't say have is because I know sometimes it turns people off. But when you understand it is to your ultimate benefit and to your customer's benefit that you understand the value you bring people. Because then you can communicate the value and get the price for that value. Too many people, too many coaches, instead of understanding the value of what they deliver, they just do what everybody else is doing. They look at what so-and-so has set as their prices and they price a little bit below that. That's because they haven't taken the time to really understand the value of what they deliver. One of the reasons people don't understand the value is because they mistake functions, features, ways of working. They mistake those things for value. Those are benefits functions, features, the different methodologies that you use, those are benefits, you can say, but it's the value that comes out of those that's important. If you're a coach and you use NLP, that's wonderful, but that's not value. The value is what they get out of using the NLP techniques with you. And so you have to take it a step beyond that. Sometimes it makes people feel especially coaches who really want to be of service to others, it makes them feel uncomfortable to talk about that, especially in an economic context. So I'm not just saying, tell them that they save time. I'm saying, tell them how much time that saves them and what that means in money terms, right? Because that is really where you start to, when you start to understand the economic value that you can save them 30 minutes a week and 30 minutes is 50 bucks a week. 50 bucks a week times 52 weeks a year is math I can't quite do in my head. It's somewhere around 2,500, a little bit above that. <laughs> but that is what you want to be able to express to them when they ask or when the conversation comes up. Because if you can do that, it puts your price into context. And that is really important in terms of you feeling confident in the prices that you have and the potential clients accepting those prices. Tip number four is omit the unnecessary discounts. So we're going to the O here. Omit unnecessary discounts. So for those of you who have listened to some of my other episodes, there's one called the leaky bucket of pricing. I'll put a link in the show notes here about it. 
And in this episode, we talk about trying to, you know, in a business, you're trying to fill your bucket with profits. And what happens is every time you give an unnecessary discount, it's like poking a hole in your bucket and the profit leaks out the side. Now, what is an unnecessary discount? I would contend that the vast majority of discounts you have given uh, to date are probably unnecessary (laughs) because here's the thing. There's a few reasons why people do this. One, they don't believe in their own prices or the value that they deliver. Two, they're afraid of how they'll be perceived by the potential client. So they try to soften the blow by offering a discount. That's another reason people do it. Another reason that this happens is because you've been a consumer all your life. And in the consumer industry, we see discounts everywhere all the time. So it feels like the normal, natural thing to do. I'm here to tell you as a small business owner, it is rarely going to be an effective tool for you to use. And if you think every time, once you get in the habit, every time you thinking of offering a discount, think about it, is it worth putting this hole in my bucket? (laughs) Because it will cause you to pause and think about, is this a good reason for granting a discount? I had a client a few years back who every time she had a new customer, she gave them a 10% discount. They never asked for a discount. It was on the offer before she had even spoken to them about the value or the original price or anything. This is completely unnecessary. Most of your Black Friday sales that coaches are offering, completely unnecessary. But each one of those is poking a hole in your bucket and hurting your profits. So what we wanna do is we wanna go back to your ideal customer, the value that you offer, the packages that you have, and make sure that you feel confident about those so that you don't feel the urge to grant these unnecessary discounts. I have one golden rule when it comes to discounting. If you feel it is warranted to offer a discount, discounts always come with a trade-off. What does that mean? It means that you're going to ask for something in return. So let's say somebody asks you for a 10% discount and you say, I'm happy to give you a 4% discount in exchange for you co-authoring an article with me for this publication. That's just one example. You see here, now there's an exchange of value. Or you say, I can't offer you this package at this price, but I'm happy to offer you this package, which gives you most of what you need, but it's at a price point that you can afford. The trade-off here is they're going to get a little bit less value with this other package. Again, there's a trade-off, and that is very important. So I want you to repeat with me. Discounts come with a (laughs) trade-off. All right, now we're going to round it out. We're going to the last and the fifth of our tips. And this is the T. So you need to be comfortable talking prices with your customers. That's right. So it's not enough to just have a price. You know, just having a price doesn't always help you get the job done. One of my very first clients was a a guy and I asked him, I said, can you complete the following statement? Pricing is... And he completed it with something I avoid. (laughs) And can you imagine being a coach and not wanting to talk about your clients with price? 
you can't really get away with it. This isn't just like a, you know, a tool or a pen that you buy online where you just click something and you don't have to have a conversation with anyone. With coaching, you generally are having a conversation with someone. So you have to get to a point where you're comfortable talking about pricing and value. In fact, you should talk about the value first and the price second. And that should be like a golden rule in your head. I always talk about the value. I always talk about the value and then I deliver the price. Talk about the value, deliver the price. How do you get to this point of feeling more confident about it? So one aspect of that is having prices that you feel confident about and knowing the value. Those two things are absolutely critical to feeling more confident to having those conversations. I also suggest prepare and practice. Now this may seem a little bit too much for you, but I'm telling you, the more you do it, the easier it's gonna get. And the preparation is something along the lines of, sit down, think about what questions you might get from them, what objections you might get, and write it out. How would I respond? What would I say in this case? And then you also have the opportunity then to go grab a trusted colleague or friend and do a role play and practice it. See where you stumble and get them to help you with ideas, different ways you could answer it. I mean, if you're looking for a guide, I do have for a small fee, I think it's 47 francs, handling objections guide. I'll also put the link in the show notes for you. But if you, whether you use that or you do it on your own, grab someone and practice Because then when it comes up in a conversation with a customer, you may already have ideas on how you're going to answer it. And then you don't have to make the answers up as you go along because you've already thought about it. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Those are my five pricing tips for coaches to help you find and get the right prices. (laughs) That is pivot is going to help you pivot your business as package, ideal customers, the economic value, omit those discounts, and talk pricing comfortably. Comfortably and confidently, let's put it that way. All right, everyone, that's what I wanted to share with you today. I wish you all the best. Check the show notes for those links that I mentioned. And until next time, enjoy pricing, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy pricing.